Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 8 The Reunification of Korea and World Peace. The Korean people are the offering of providential history. Why, in working his providence, did God put the Korean nation through the way of the cross? He did so to call its people to their mission. God called the Korean people because they have a tradition of reverence for God and because they have overcome long trials by the exercise of moral purity and their peace-loving spirit. God called them to become the sacrificial offering of providential significance for the purpose of saving humanity in the last days. The Korean people, who have gone through hardships for several thousand years, have now become the sacrifice for the salvation of the world. As they bear the world historical cross of the division of their nation, they will continue to face countless trials, which they must overcome. The Korean people must realize that this is a glorious blessing for the Korean nation, and at the same time a fearful and heavy burden. If they fulfill their responsibility as people who offer themselves as a sacrifice, they will receive a glorious blessing. If they do not, the heaviest misfortunes will befall them. A people will meet with misfortune if it is unable to fulfill its responsibility. A mission of providential significance to be a sacrificial offering has been laid on this nation's shoulders. In order to fulfill it, the Korean people have to practice love, and at the same time, they need to know the truth of God. Jesus, as the incarnation of love, said that He is the way, the truth, and the life. He was the incarnation of love and truth when he was crucified. This means that love and truth are necessary to reconcile the good and evil sides and lead enemies to come together in repentance. The truth refers to God's teaching of love, not secular truth. God's truth is sent to earth as revelation and comes through providential persons. God's truth is the absolute truth and all-powerful key capable of solving even the most difficult problems. Godism and the Unity of Love I have encountered the living God through a lifetime of prayer and meditation and have been given this absolute truth. Its remarkable content clarifies the hidden secrets of the universe, human life, and history. When this truth is applied in society, social problems are solved, and when it is applied in the world, world problems are solved. The unanswered questions of religion are also resolved through this truth. In particular, when it is applied to evaluate communist theory, it brings to light communism's falsehoods and sets up a critique and counterproposal. This is a new and previously unknown view of life, of the world and the universe, and of the providence and history. It is also a principle of integration that can bring the world into a unity while at the same time preserving the unique characteristics of all religious doctrines and philosophies. I have named this truth unificationism or godism and have initiated the unification movement and the victory over communism movement on a worldwide scale. They are now spreading like a wildfire. So far, I have explained that the practice of God's love and the truth of God are necessary for the reconciliation and unity of all. The reunification of a divided Korea will surely be accomplished if we embrace those on the side of evil with love while helping them understand the errors of their thinking by means of the truth that we on the side of goodness understand. The principle of living for others is the way of heaven. Now I will speak more concretely about love. To love is to bring benefit to one's counterpart rather than oneself. 
Love is established when there is a mutual relationship between subject and object partners. Love emerges from one's counterpart. Love cannot exist if there is no counterpart. All created beings are designed to benefit others. Each exists for the sake of the other. Not only human beings, but also animals, plants, and minerals exist for the sake of others. Even entities at the atomic level exist for other entities. Also, each of the heavenly bodies moves for the sake of other heavenly bodies. In light of their physical structure, men exist for the sake of women, and women exist for the sake of men. Likewise, parents exist for the sake of their children, and children exist for their parents. This principle of existence for the sake of the other applies to one's school, to one's place of work, and to the nation. However, love must not be limited by the boundaries of a nation. People need to love the world beyond their own national borders and love their enemies on a worldwide level. Therefore, the principle of living for the sake of others, that is, the principle of love, is the principle of heaven or the way of heaven. If we practice the principle of love even in the midst of hardships, then we will be sustained by the power of the universe and will never perish. If a person lives a comfortable life without observing this principle of living for others, he or she will soon decline. The saying, the one who disobeys heaven will perish and the one who obeys heaven will prosper, is a truth rooted in this heavenly principle. Korea is bearing the cross on the national level. No matter how difficult it may be to unite this nation, Koreans have to practice living for the sake of others, as individuals, as families, as a society, and as a nation, in accordance with the way of heaven. Let us unite with the center of truth and expand this to the international level. If we do this, we will hasten not only the unification of the Korean peninsula, but also the salvation of the entire world. This must be the lifestyle of Koreans, to be in accord with God's providential will. Not only will this promote the unity of North and South Korea, this method of unity will become the formula for the whole world to follow. Through this movement of love and truth, all the difficult problems of the world will be solved. Humankind will be liberated from its long nightmare of sorrow and confusion, and everlasting happiness and peace will come for all. Our homeland, Korea, has been deceived and made to suffer throughout history. There is no better way for us to go than to depend on God. Spearheading the Worldwide Victory Over Communism Movement so far, the Unification Church, the members of the Victory Over Communism movement, and I have been making incredible efforts abroad to establish a victorious foundation on a worldwide level. Today, I have returned to this country hoping that this victorious foundation may be connected to Korea and that Korea may make a great leap onto the world stage. I hope that especially you leaders of the Victory Over Communism movement in Korea will be at the forefront in the fight against communism. I sincerely hope that you will extend your kind cooperation to members from other countries in order to make the connections of this foundation more secure. Finally, I pray that God will bless your families, our homeland, and the world. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.